This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club. I am Clinton Timberman, joined again by... Kelly Tibble. And we are joining you from Josh's Taps and Caps, established mm. 2016 Ooh. in wonderful Snohomish, Washington. Kelly, how are you doing today? Yo, I'm, I'm doing okay. That, I, that's good. Yeah. How are you doing today? You know... Today is another one of those examples where if you do not put emotional investment into sports teams, <laughs> which essentially all of being a spectator sport fan or a person who follows, you know, is a, is a spectator sport person? Oh, or, is it, or, or, or is the, what do you call it? A person that watches sports. It's just, you're into spectator uh, yeah, sports, you're right? Yeah, you're a spectator. So anywho, you get emotionally invested into something that you really have zero control over. Uh, if people can't guess... We are from the great Northwest. I am a Seattle Seahawks fan, and I showed up to watch the game, and apparently the offense did not because that was a horrible garbage game. Uh, I know the Rams have the best defense in the league, but holy hell, that that was very difficult. But I'll tell you, right before, it's it's wild card weekend. We have three NFL games today three NFL games tomorrow, and then even have the College Football National Championship on Monday night. What do any of those games have to do with me personally? Absolutely nothing. So today, we we have a workout regimen. I had to try to fit in an easy four miles. And a swim. To be determined. There is a lake nearby. Uh, I, uh, it's only about 40 degrees outside. We can do it. I can do it. <laughs> Did you get your swim? I in? did not. No. So uh, I was getting ready to go. The, the Bills game, it was 24-27 to 16. And I went to leave, and all of a sudden it was 27-24. And I was like, ooh, the game's getting interesting. But then I turned to Kelly, and I said, okay, what does any of this have to do with me? What bearing will this have? And the answer was zero. So I went on my run. I tried to listen to the game, but it was a very spotty uh, reception. So I only got bits and pieces of how the Colts had some chances down the stretch, but that they inevitably lost. And I'm glad I still went on my run because, you know, had they actually, honestly, either way, had the Colts won, great. And the Bills hold on, you know, held on to win like they did, awesome. But then I would not have gotten my, my uh, run in. Although I will admit, I didn't quite make it to the four miles because I noticed kickoff was starting and I, well, I also needed a bathroom. So I just, came back to the house but we ordered some prebiotics that my mother is swearing by so hopefully fingers crossed you will have what you know because i actually would like to i don't know if there's a sports you know gastroenterologist but i would like to try to talk to somebody that um one just good gi strategies and nutrition but those that do suffer from different bowel diseases strategies especially from endurance runs because i'll tell you kelly 
the mad pooper colorado springs i'm kind of understanding maybe where that stems from yeah even my running group on facebook they um somebody posted a sign that said this is not your bathroom please stop shitting here and you know that person's an endurance runner you just know it i mean it's happened not thankfully not to everybody but it happens to a lot of us and i feel like you know what we we need to solve it well it's the worst and then it dawned on me training for the moab 240 when i was out on the john wayne trail Mm -hmm. um you know all of a sudden it's like holy geez i need to find a bathroom i'm files five miles away from a bathroom and then it's like wait a minute no i've got my stuff with me I should just be out here. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. I think that stuff evolves from is like, okay, hang on. I'm behind someone's house. They're not looking. I mean, that's probably right. how that evolved. Well, even Moab, so. talking about Moab 240, at that first aid station, there was a little bit of a line. And remember, there was a chick that was just like, fuck it. I'm going to shit uh, right in front than of the one. bathroom. It, waiting in line, there was people dropping deuces next to the bathroom. And, and the funny thing is, I thought nothing of it. Right. In fact... I was just going to pee. And then I wonder if that's like the rite of passage. Like, I am now on a 240-mile journey. I have shit in front of people, kind Maybe of in the at mile nine. woods. At mile nine. <laughs> right. But for me, it was no big deal. Like, this hey, is who I am. Who, who needs to go number two? And then I realized I don't. I shouldn't be standing in line for number one. Right. So I went around the bush. But you just piss. get comfortable. I went around. transported from that other place in <laughs> to Crucible Brewery in Everett, Washington. Uh, and Kelly, you were in the middle of a story. Something about a childhood friend in the Rose Hill neighborhood. Ready, go. Can you be more specific? No, because I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> So maybe we'll just take it from the top. But Kelly, we are here at Crucible Brewery. It is named after the play, The Crucible, starring, not Gerard Depardieu, um, Daniel Day-Lewis. People confuse those two all the time. And Winona Ryder, and I believe it's it's about Scarlet Letter, right? I don't know. You, you know what The Crucible? Do you I know mean, what I've the heard Scarlet of it, Letter? but I, I well, um... I did watch the like mid what was it mid to or early two thousands where um, Emily Stone Blunt. Blunt no Stone she wore the the A oh Emma Stone Emma Stone yes. Emma Stone yes guess who else had to wear an A for adulterer who Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks true because remember he had a shirt that said <laughs> had the A. <laughs> Wonder what that was for. I always thought it was his name. The Chipettes. But he was, was it? He was the ladies, ladies yes. monk. <laughs> yeah, the ladies monk. There you go. Uh, how how was your week going so far, Kelly? You taught a class tonight. Some water aerobics. I did. I've taught I've taught two water aerobics classes today. Nice. Yes, and I've gone on a swim today, and oh. I did a little little. What? How far did you go? Biking. Um, I did a half hour's worth. <laughs> half hour's worth? Okay, that works. 
See, Kelly likes to go by time. I do. Which is, some people, some workout plans are like that. Uh, for me, I, I need to have a distance. If it's a thousand meters, two thousand meters, and then kind of go, what time can I make that in? Or maybe I'm not going for time, so I'll just go and, you know, it, it, it kind of, it'll fluctuate, but as long as I get those miles in, so. And I think that this will strike a chord with a lot of people. Like, you swear by your Garmin, as most athletes do. Um, how batshit crazy does it drive you that I wear a Garmin almost every day and never, never use it, except for maybe time sometimes? I have never once <laughs> been able to look at any of your workouts, ever. So, I mean, actually, the only time I've ever seen any of your time, you know, your, your workouts or anything is on an actual event. You know, we finish up whatever K and then it'll happen. I don't like people spying on me. It, it weirds me out. Well, you know, you can set it to a private setting so no one else but you sees it. Still, it weirds myself out. I mean, even for me, uh, we had Mac Jones on the podcast. I'm able to see that he's constantly doing eight minute miles hauling ass. And then there's another friend of mine that's outside of Kansas City, Baron Gruder. Also eight and a half minute miles. Now, granted, they're going indoors from two to five. Sometimes I do, but I'm not. To me, eight and a half minute miles is hauling ass. I'm sure to other yeah, people, that's not so well. much. So, uh, one subject I think we should maybe have a podcast about. I had a uh, CBC the other day, got the results back last night, and my hematocrit was a lot lower than I expected. Normal for males can be, depending on what resource you look at, 45 to 55. Mine was 39.5. And I also had said I had large hemoglobin. Um, but I was looking into what some of the causes could be. Of course, it could be any number of things. But one of the things on there was what they called uh, sports anemia, especially with people that who are endurance athletes. And, um, and a way to combat this is apparently vitamin B12 and folic acid. Oh, which, just like if you're trying to get preggers. Exactly. <laughs> and let me tell you, if you are running marathons and trying to get pregnant, you better be getting that vitamin B12 and folic acid. So I, I was going to actually just follow up with an actual physician and, and see what they say. Um, but for most of the reasons on there, they still say vitamin B12 and folic acid. And there was always this great debate. Whenever I was in a, any science class, I felt like in uh, undergrad, even dental school, they would, you'd get one teacher that would say, hey, you should only take uh, fat-soluble-based vitamins. Other people say, oh, if it's water-soluble, you just pee it out. But other people say, well, you're just peeing out the excess. Go ahead and, and take them. I've always been a proponent of taking them. Um, but most people have agreed, even the ones that'll say, oh, I don't need multivitamins. They almost always say folic acid, vitamin B12, and even omega-3. And if you live in uh, Seattle, acids. probably a D. Yes, we don't get enough D <laughs> here in Seattle. No vitamin D. Um, I will say that um, if you're going to try to take omega-3 supplements, you can usually take flaxseed oil or fish, uh, fish oil. The fish oil, you'll be burping that all day. And people don't tend to like it. Nice even salt, if, Timmerman. E e even if you try to uh, just blow it through your nose, you need to kind of burp and blow it through your nose. People still catch that with the fish oil. So there's a little little tidbit. So. Well, I'm glad that we could sum that up. But yes, but anyway, I think we should have a full podcast just about supplement nutrition. Yeah, I was going to try to meet with some people. I will say this too. I uh, went to LabCorp. It's a national chain 
and it was only $25 for me to get a complete blood count. And I think to get more that has like cholesterol, liver function tests. I've like never heard of that where you could just seven. pop in somewhere and be like, hey, give me a full panel. Yeah, you, you prepay online. Wow. But I remember. Oh, so you just made an appointment online, like a COVID test appointment? You, you, yeah, you make an appointment online, pay online, and you show up, it's paid, they take you back. It was two minutes. It was not a big deal. Wow. But I remember I had to get a complete blood count um, only like eight, ten years ago. Insurance covered it, but out of pocket would have been $850. So I don't know if testing's just become more efficient um, and thus cheaper, but it wasn't too bad. So it's a good way. I just recommend everybody try to get a baseline, meet with a physician, nutritionist, whomever, and incorporate that into your training. Wise words. Wise words from a fake doctor from a fake doctor (laughs) from a dentist i mean (laughs) just kidding oh all right dr timmerman now okay so we got nutrition underway what else you want to talk about we haven't done this in a while no no and i think we we're kind of going about race season a little little different um do you want to mention what what you pleasantly surprised me with a trip with well that shit backfired (laughs) Kona? Oh, Kona. I thought you were talking about Vegas. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about that. Okay. Yeah, it didn't happen. We, we ran around. We ran around the strip. You know what they say. What happens in Vegas stays, stays in Vegas. Vegas. Unless, as Jeffrey Tabor said. Unless you need penicillin. Right. Unless herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit will stay with no, you. No, so I... Okay, so we... Wanted to volunteer in Kona last year. We were going to volunteer at Ironman Championships last year. Didn't happen, obviously, because of the cancellation of all things fun and the pandemic. Um, and then all the race season was canceled. And I decided I wanted to go to Hawaii. And it had been forever since I had been to the Big Island. Clint's never been to the Big Island. So I thought it would be a really good idea, instead of just taking a vacation, because that's not what we do, I thought, well, let's go do the Ironman course ourselves. Um, yeah. As the first activity of race season. Yes. Yeah, because I've got some 70.3s lined up. I have an Ironman my my one and done You've got your Ironman Iron Man in up. April. So, Which I think it'll be good for that. It'll be a good precursor because looking at Well, Kona, if I don't die, then sure, anything else is possible. <laughs> you know, that coincidentally, that was the original Iron Man tagline. It wasn't just anything is possible. If you don't die, anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Um, no, you know, looking into it, uh, which makes sense, the Kona course looks to be about one of the most difficult courses out there. Um yeah, what was it? What did I read to you? Uh, 5,800 vertical for a bike gain for the bike, and the what was the run? Was it still a couple thousand? Yeah, not exactly that nice, easy, flat. And then I don't know what you've heard about swimming in the ocean in Hawaii, but I just think, you know, Laird Hamilton. <laughs> Laird Hamilton. Who is, who's this? Is this Alexander's descendant? Who's this? Gabby Le- Reese's husband. Gabby is that Gabby Giffords? Who's Gabby Reese? She was a professional uh, volleyball player. She's married to a professional surfer. Oh, is Kelly the, Slater's the, the, the like a friend. The two chicks that always kicked ass at the beach volleyball of the Olympics forever. Forever. There's like the tall blonde one. Like, cause we're old, so like our age. Okay, yeah. There's the 
They got endorsements. Like, never lost. Yeah, so she's married okay. to probably the most well-known big wave surfer of the world. And they live in Hawaii most of the time. And then in L.A., some, I think, some of the time. I'm not sure if it's Big Island, but um, that's where he surfs. So might as well go swim a couple miles. And this is A.C. Slater? No, Laird Hamilton. Screech. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you've never heard of this person. He sounds awesome. Well, maybe we'll bump into him. Um, no, Kelly Slater is also a professional uh, big surfer, wave sur surfer. Right? Laird Hamilton. Laird. Now, that's not the guy that traveled around with the, the No, water. but he's friends with him. With he kind of looks like him. So we were watching the Netflix. Um, with Zach Efron. Zach Efron and... Water guy. What was the guy's name? I but don't anyway, know. They, they, they went around. We digress. The world. We do, we, that's all we do. But anywho, the whole thing is very scary. And, um, you know, Clint pointed something out, and he's not wrong, that I like to plan these really big things and having something on the calendar that pushes me to do train every day, probably not as hard as I should, but at least have, you know, get something in, sweat every day, have a goal in mind. But and usually it's farther off it's not next month it might I, be yeah and when something when it starts getting close and i'm like well maybe we push it or maybe i just crew you or maybe i just run the marathon with you and that's that is my mo so that's what i tried to do the other day well at the same time i do think hey this is our trip this is for fun you know if if we for whatever reason I mean, we don't think we can do the ocean course by ourselves okay we do what we can and for the bike now the bike, it's uh, looking at if I've looked at the course correctly, it's not two loops, three loops. It's one big loop, so it's not like I can do just like a loop. So I'll try to go, try to do the best, try to go go <laughs> go the distance, I guess. But with the roads not marked off, yeah, and it's on a I highway. Kind of wonder about, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. But it's at least kind of given, give me something to work for, work toward, trying. Sometimes it just gets kind of. Usually I thrive in the winter time, but I realize for winter sports, skiing, running in the snow, but trying to ride my bike when it's 35 degrees out and wet, it's, I don't know, it's easy for me not to be as motivated compared to if it's sunny in the 70s. So yeah. trying to stay motivated with that, um, and I've, trying to and run. The trainer is not your friend. You do, you've spent a total of, I think, you were gung-ho about this fucking trainer, and I think you've spent a total of nine minutes on it to, to purchase it. But then it. I went running. I did go running, and then no, I did ride my no. bike. I, I just, I, I cannot stand treadmills. Um, I just have such a tough time with them. I do need to try the, the program, you know, get on Zwift and actually try a course. But if I'm just, say, putting in a movie or watching a football game, which is what I was trying to do, and going to trainer, I, I just get too bored. It's just too mind-boggling. So, um, which is a big reason why I've, I've liked triathlon sports, or, or even for that matter, cross-country type sports being better than like running tracks you know like oh do 16 laps well that sounds horrible right so yeah i, I gotta find something to kind of stimulate it is the mind perplexing a more. to me though that you can get your mind your head right for having no distractions for a very long 17 hours in an iron man but you can't like more than 10 minutes on the trainer and you're like batshit crazy you're just like stir crazy well you have the X amount of loops of a swim, you have a transition, you have a bike, you have, you know, get to here, get to there. Maybe the loopiness that I get as I inevitably struggle on so, an Ironman kind of aids to it. So. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so I don't know. You got me. I've gotten kind of used to going longer hours, longer distances without headphones. Usually I'm listening to podcast. Um, but for some of those longer events, I've gotten used to being able to just be a man in his thoughts. Um, but yeah, we're trying to stick with our, our training. Um, Kelly Lifeguardy walked around a pool. How many miles did you do around a pool in one session? Almost eight. Eight miles. Yeah. Funny thing is, she was four miles away from the pool and realized, oh shit, I need to go back and make sure everyone's safe. Well, that and that's no. one of the things with uh, the pandemic. We got certif- recertified. We were both like certified as high schoolers, but mm-hmm. uh, recertified to for lifeguarding so that we could volunteer in Kona. Kona and, in and Canada. In Canada, and then because you need to be certified by um, for Ironman to even let you do that and. When the pandemic hit, the gym that I work for, they needed lifeguards because we were allowed to keep our pool open. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll just fill in on Mondays until you find somebody. It's been how many months? Yeah. <laughs> I don't and, think they're looking. Just a point of reference, the <laughs> other person that she relieves that I think they let go and brought back, I was there swimming uh, laps. And a couple times look up, oh, she's not there. She's in the office watching TV or actually something on her phone. And then she usually put her feet up again, be on her phone. And I mean, I didn't really care per se. I think maybe your boss talked to her and still she does it. So that's how short staffed they are. And correct me if I'm wrong, that's the only person people checking people in and out. You got the lifeguard who also checks you in. Yeah. Just well, one now, staff member. Before, uh, now our shutdown. Yeah. Before shutdown. Now uh, the gym itself is open just at very, very minimal capacity. Um, so the front desk is checking in. But, yeah, for a while, it was just the pool open. Yeah. And here's what I don't get. And I, regardless of how whoever's listening stands on this, I, I would imagine most people can agree. There's so many confusing inconsistencies with COVID rules. Um, so, for example, 24-hour fitness. Should I pause it, you think? Okay. Someone in their luxurious Daewoo just decided to go home. Was it a Daewoo? No, actually, I think it was some Toyota Corolla or something. Um, but anywho, the so the gym Kelly works at, during the shutdown, the only thing you could do was the pool. That's it. Yeah. Then they finally opened up. I don't know if you'd call it 1A or whatever, but they've opened up. You're into phase one. Gyms could reopen. Yes. I think Kelly's had a special exception because of the pool. So I go to 24-Hour Fitness, get ready to go in the pool, and, oh, no, pool's closed. So the only thing that you can't use at 24-Hour Fitness is the pool. And then at, and, but every, the free weights and everything are open. You just, you can work in like normal. But well, then, wear a mask. With a mask, you're wearing a Even mask. Even though the, um, the govern, who governs the athletic departments for all of, anyways, keep going. I'll come up with it. Okay. The athletic director nope, of Wisconsin's nope, nope. Barry Alvarez. Oh, nope, okay. No. Um, no, but then at Kelly's gym, the pool's always been open, and now they finally opened up the weight room, and it's by appointment only. Granted, it's a smaller weight room, and so there's just all these inconsistencies. Or you know, we're in Washington State, restaurants are open, you can be outside, but a lot of places, what they've done is they've built these um, makeshift structures, and then they've completely enclosed them. And so then it's so we're with uh, with Alice. 
uh, Kelly's daughter, and she's like, you know, I don't quite understand. Like, you know, we're outside, but we're kind of inside. Like, hey, just don't think too hard. Don't think too hard. So, um, yeah, so it can be a head scratcher at times. But, you know, at the same time, if I'm able to do something and go somewhere, I'm, I'm all for it. No, the whole thing's been super perplexing. But um, American Exercise Council, that's what I was thinking of. But also the CDC, they recommend that you do not wear a mask while exercising. We saw that the other day. And even our governor put that in his mandate. So when you're running, usually if I'm running, I see somebody on the street, I'll run six feet away from them. Mm -hmm. But people, we've seen people wearing masks. Kelly, you saw people wearing masks? Running something the other day. Yeah, I was in Seattle. No, just in Seattle, I saw a couple of people running while wearing masks and I generally wear like a buff um, and then I pull it down and then when people are coming by me um, uh, several months ago when this started I, I got yelled at for not wearing a mask running in Leavenworth in by, the, by myself <laughs> and it, does, it, it stuck with me <laughs> it does look a little silly I've seen some swim instructors at your pool wearing a mask and, and a, a face shield in the water now they're not doing laps they're they're teaching people and yeah. I, okay, I get it. They, they want to be safe. Don't take that away from anybody. It's just, it's still weird. It's still weird. It's been a year. That's I know. Well, now so Fauci's like, you should double up your mask. Good idea. So. <laughs> double up the mask. I have not heard this yes. yet. No. It's a new thing. Double up your mask. Stay safe. You know, I jokingly was just going to get a Bane mask. So it'd be <laughs> cool. And I wanted to be able to talk. And I'm a dentist and people are scared of me anyways. I'm like. Oh, we're here today to do a filling on you. Oh, open on. I guess I should just get a Bane mask to you put should. over my mask. Huh? To, and then go running. And then go right exactly. Yes. And I am curious, like, if there are any listeners out there, if you're wearing masks or not wearing masks. I mean, that's kind of the big debate. I, I've definitely on the um, running group that I belong to, it's been kind of mixed. And I think most people kind of laugh and poo-poo it, but some people are very adamant about it. Well, Moab, we were you don't have to wear a mask when you're running. You get to an aid station, put it on, okay? But 200 no miles deal. in, how many people, how many of those fuckers were still holding that mask? Well, and is that mask <laughs> probably sopping wet, doing it just full of dirt and sweating, sweating, who knows what? I mean, it's... Right. But, hey, it's the appearance. It's the appearance. It's all optics. I, I still encourage people to, when you're eligible, get vaccinated. The sooner we can get most of the population vaccinated, the better. Race season can be normal. Hopefully life can go back to normal. And that's another thing. Can we just talk, can we end on a high note? Because okay. I have seen many in-person races coming up in on my social media feeds, in my inboxes, have you? Because I'm kind of excited about it and I don't even know where to start or even what to fill because it's been, it was such a weird year last year. Yes, so let's get through this. Because a buddy of mine, he was supposed to just go to Brazil to go some big ass fat bass fishing. I don't, I don't know if I was a bass fisherman, I bet I'd know. Uh, it just got canceled and postponed, so. Well, no Let's other countries will take us except for Mexico. Thank you, Mexico. Yeah, and <laughs> although now we have to get tested to come back in. That's okay. Yeah, I'll do whatever they need me to do. Well, now that you're vaccinated, I'm sure I'll do no, whatever No, but even you need. then, they're still not taking a vaccination. They need to see. So I, I got a test for the proof of antibodies. I got that when I got the CDC, but then you still need a doctor's physician, and who knows? I don't know. 
There is no end. There, it feels like there's no end, but hopefully we'll get through. Keep your chins up. Keep your chins up. Now, uh, if anybody is still listening to this, you can like us. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, My Midnight Club. Uh, if you like our podcast, I hope you do. Uh, give us five stars. If you don't, just go ahead and turn it off. That's okay. You don't have to rate us. Uh, and if you're trying to get a hold of me, I can be reached at Clinton at MyMidnightClub.com. And if you're trying to reach Kelly, you can get reach Kelly at NotKelly at MyMidnightClub.com. And where else can they find you, Kelly? Nowhere. Nowhere. Exactly. Oh, also, Instagram, MyMidnightClub. Do you have an OnlyFans page, Kelly? Not that you're allowed in. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thanks for listening, and rock on, clubbers.